Wedpreneurs, welcome to episode 73 of the Wedpreneur podcast and the first of season three. I'm your host, Lee Rivero, and for the first time, we'll be joined by Nye, my right-hand girl, who will co-host some of our episodes this season. Before we begin, I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. This is your host, Lee Rivero, and welcome to the Wedpreneur podcast. Join me and our guests each week as we discuss wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry, and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you were dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. It's 2024 and I love new things. So the first new change is sitting right next to me, our new co-host Nai. She is a professional wellness expert and personal trainer. And she's also jumped into the deep end of wedding business by working as my trusted assistant. So Nai, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you here. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, I'm Nai. What she didn't mention is that I'm actually her cousin. So she invited me to work with her, knowing that I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for seven years. I've also done sales and marketing and design systems, CRM systems. I have a film degree, um, which I intend to translate to doing content creation for weddings, which I've started to do with Lee. And I'm into, and Lee laughs at me, numerology and horoscopes. I'm like a big fan of tarot as well. Beautiful. Being 100% honest, as a new entrant to the wedding industry, how has it been so far? And yes, being transparent, it's fine. I'm not going to be like mean or anything. Give us the good and the bad. So initially, of course, you know, I came to do content creation and because of, um, uh, what would you say that is a, an opening in the wedding planning side of things, I like dove into it with you. I would say the good is that I could see a lot of the things that I learned in school and a lot of my past experience coming into play because Wedding planning is such a diverse um, thing where so many skills that you learn in other fields come into play. So I think that's pretty cool because I like to learn um, and I like to create. So I think it involves a lot of learning and creation for me so far. And what would I say is bad is sometimes systems like on the day itself the systems that you have planned and because i have a a history of creating systems the systems that you have planned don't go how they're supposed to it's totally unpredictable like on the day you're going to find yourself running to find a pin or a napkin or something that you never expected and sometimes something that you did expect but it's used for a totally different reason it's really unpredictable and I wouldn't say it's so much bad as much as it it becomes a challenge for me, the kind of person that I am, you know, where I just want things to run smoothly and I expect that the system runs perfectly. Yeah, and honestly, that is such an unrealistic expectation (laughs) 
just yesterday, I was literally telling her, listen, when I'm not going to give you this sweet idea that these jobs are so fun. They are so hard sometimes, especially if you have a difficult client. So I don't want, I didn't want to make you think that you're, it was going to be a bed of roses. <laughs> it's going to be a realistic rose with some thorns. <laughs> but one thing I felt was the most impactful and I really didn't expect it was your ability to give emotional support to anyone that needs it. Like, I didn't even have to ask you to do that. Like, I felt like when a bride was emotionally overwhelmed, you were really able to calm them down. And that's not something that I have the natural skill to do. Like, when something goes wrong, I panic first for like a minute <laughs> and then I act. But in the heat of the emotional times, which is on a wedding day, you stay so calm for everyone else. Even if you panic internally, <laughs> we definitely can't see it on the outside. Aww. I think that that's a connection between like working with wellness and your clients on that end. So how do you think they are connected? I could definitely see what you mean um, because I do have a very balancing personality. So if everybody else is panicking, even if I'm panicking, I'm going to be calm for everybody else. Um, I've always been that way. But when it comes to emotionally supporting a bride, what some people don't see is that personal training actually involves a lot of giving that emotional support to your clients. Because I'm asking you to do something that's difficult. I'm looking at you dead in your face and asking you to do something that's going to hurt you, that is going to be painful. And I need to be able to reassure you that it is for the greater good. And I think doing that every day and doing that for seven years, uh, like I said, um, has just helped me to connect with people on that level, but also to see their emotional distress before they even do. So I think I know which clients you're talking about. It would be um, the couple that we had like a few months ago where I saw the bride crying during the rehearsal. Um, and I asked her husband, well, her husband-to-be, on the day before the wedding, I said, what is something that I could tell her in that moment? Because he's the person who would know her best. What is something I could tell her to calm her down if she gets to that point? And so said, so done. On the wedding day, she did get to that point and I was able to comfort her, not just because of my experience with comforting people, but also seeking the advice from the person who knows her the best. Because I know that that's not something I would be able to do because I, I wasn't so, you know, um, I, I wasn't so familiar with her that I could just know what exactly to say. But I knew that she didn't need comforting because that would be my, you know, forte. Right. And that is not something that comes naturally to me, <laughs> but it's so valuable in this industry because weddings are so emotional and I must say, I must admit that that is like one of my worst <laughs> shortcomings about being a wedding planner. Like I'm not that wedding planner that's going to want to give you a hug, but I'm definitely one that's going to tell off someone on your behalf. So like on that side of things, I'm pretty defensive of my clients. I'm very loyal to my clients, that's true. but I that. definitely don't want to give them hugs. <laughs> Yeah. So I, mean, I think you know. it's really hard because sometimes like you 
may put up that barrier because you're like, oh, I don't want to get emotional for this person because that might affect my ability to do my job. Yeah. You know, when it comes to it, I, like, I've literally stood next to you and we are tearing up at vows. Like, and you don't necessarily want that because if something happens, you now have to, like, be able to turn around in, like, the blink of an eye and do something, you know? Yeah. So I guess, well, my strategy has been to keep a little bit of emotional distance there, for sure. That, so that's fair. But for me, like, being um, more emotionally vulnerable or or trying to be there for the client makes me feel like they're more confident in what I do and that helps me to feel stronger so yeah it's literally the opposite right? and, and and I feel like that's really important like why would you want a team where everyone has, has the, the same, same strength I agree with you I agree you know? so would you believe it if I told you you'd be working in a wedding business in Barbados <laughs> five years ago absolutely not it's it's so funny because like I've always been I'm not against marriage anything like that I've always said that people want a party people want uh to be married but they don't want a marriage so like I've always found that there was this shallow thing about weddings so I've never considered that I would be working in the industry and that I would open my mind so much to actually how beautiful it is, how beautiful the tradition is, and how much people honor it in their own way, not just like on the surface level. So I think that it is a shock to me. Even when I moved here, I was, you know, here to do content, I was here to create um, in that way, more like toward my film degree side of things. Um, And here I am now, like, diving into planning, loving the process, you know, I it's like amazing to me how different it has been from what I expected, but also how different it is from what I expected of my life itself. And I actually do really enjoy it. I'm so happy to hear that you actually enjoy it because <laughs> I was holding my breath for a little second. Well, tell us what's your favorite part about working with wedding so far though? Like I said, it's cool that it um brings together so much of the experience that I already have, but also how it surprises you and the things that you learn. But not just about other people, but the things that I learned about myself. So I would not have been able to tell you a few months ago that I am obviously struggling with perfectionism and that uh, when things don't go how I want it to go, that it frustrates me a little. So I've learned that about myself through doing planning um and i also think that it's it's wonderful in the way that you you open your mind to love but not just in like the film way of love like love where you know the it's a a big romantic gesture xyz love is also me asking a husband what can i tell your wife and him knowing exactly what i could tell his wife and it's a beautiful, it's, a, it's like a wonderful thing to see other people's love in such a, like, close, in such a close way. And, and planning is stressful. And you could see, like, the dark sides of things where, like, <laughs> the you know, side. they're bickering and the family gets involved and it's, it's drama. But you also see those really intimate moments that it's irreplaceable. And I love that. I yeah. really love that. The amount of times I saw you sniffling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I God. laughed at myself. Mm. I really did. 
So what advice would you give to someone who is faced with the opportunity of working in the industry, even though it wasn't their passion to begin with? I think keeping an open mind is really important because once you do open your mind to uh, the beauty of what wedding planning is and the process of it, um, then you could really find a passion for it. And because it encompasses so much, there might be a part of it that you like more. You know, like for me, I love doing a timeline. Do I necessarily want to do a proposal? Probably not, you know, or even just like emailing back and forth, making sure that the vendors, everything is running on schedule. Um, that might be something that somebody likes to do. So I think there's something in it for every type of person. And once you're competent in most of it and you enjoy at least one aspect of it, I think that you can, you know, make it your passion that's fair i actually think that that makes a lot of sense because everything that you said is true like if you're a photographer you can do weddings um and learn to love them learn to be an excellent wedding photographer because i do believe that it is a skill on top of a skill mm -hmm. to be able to work in the wedding industry um looking back at all the therapy I did and how more, much more self-aware I am now um, as opposed to when I started. I'm surprised I made it this far, <laughs> to be honest, 100%, because I truly didn't know like how much emotions I would have to deal with, how much pressure I put on myself, because mm. I actually figured out that perfectionism was being expressed in the way that I um, approached my business um, and my therapist told me literally you know it's disrespectful when someone compliments you and you can't take a compliment because basically you're saying their opinion doesn't matter their yeah. opinion is crap because it's like yeah that. so I didn't realize that my perfectionism um, so for example I couldn't take a compliment someone would say Lee that bouquet is so beautiful and I would say oh well I didn't get the flowers I wanted so it's not you know, it's not what I wanted right. it to be like. And so essentially, you're telling that person they like something that's not that great, you yeah. know. And that's yeah. how I kind of overcame that because I was putting all the pressure on everything to be perfect, which is really not realistic. Yeah. yeah and then so. the obvious is that it disregards all the hard work that you do, not just that person's opinion, but you saying, oh, well, I didn't get the flowers I wanted, is saying that, you didn't do a good job with what you had. And the, the likelihood is that you did do a good job with what you had. Wow. Yeah, that one was one of those. What I have this friend, Anna. She told me when you make an aha moment, she called it a red latter day. So, yeah. you know, that one was one of them for me because it all connected. It was really eye-opening. And I feel like in this industry, there is an unrealistic focus on like pursuing perfection. I made a serious effort like to never use the word perfect in any of my marketing materials because it is not attainable. It's unrealistic and you shouldn't really set yourself up for failure by setting an unachievable goal. Mm. You know, I feel like a lot of people struggle with it in the wedding industry. So, you know, that's something to work on if you have struggles with perfectionism, keeping you back from getting started on things because the conditions around them aren't perfect yet. 
think, you know. I think people also associate beauty and love with perfection. And that has to do with, like, the media that we take in from when we were young. Like, you know, when you look at some of those Instagram pages, you're like, oh, my God, everything looks so perfect. But being there, being behind the scenes, understanding what a wedding is every day, you know, you, you kind of, you can decipher, oh, I could see XYZ looks perfect on the outside, but I know the process was not perfect. I know the day would not have run perfectly. And you can really, you can see it. The more you're in it, the more you can see that our perfection doesn't exist. And it really is just an illusion. And it is like a, an attempt to reflect the beauty, um, but it's not necessary. Per- perfection does not equate beauty and perfection does not equate love. In the way that we, yeah, it's we, definitely we correlate them. It's totally fake. It's totally. <laughs> it's not totally fake. Total, perfection is fake. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Like anytime something is technically perfect, it's been edited, edited to be correct. that way, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's but like, you can't edit real life. You can't edit real life. <laughs> exactly, life happens in real time. My boyfriend always says that he's like, life happens in real time. Yeah, because of course I struggle with it, and then he's like, nah. Life happens in real time. Yes. So what do you look forward to for 2024? I think, okay, so when it comes to numerology, 2024 is a really uh, successful year. It's an eight year. Um, that means it's a really successful year when it comes to the effort that you put into anything is actually the outcome you're going to get. So the more um, energy that you put into your work is the more profitable it will be. Like it equates to financial and material success. Any mental, emotional, spiritual, physical energy that you put in, you're going to get it out in returns. Whether it be financial, emotional, spiritual, mental, in and out. That's how I would think of it. Um, So I really look forward to seeing how much energy I could put into wedding planning and what I could get out of it. And I also look forward to seeing how we... Uh, our relationship grows and what that dynamic might be like by the end of the year. Even me doing this is something exciting, but also nerve wracking. <laughs> so I'm excited to see how um, it would turn out. You know, what if it's something we do for the next few years? Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I quit. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much pressure. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will understand if you feel like it's too much pressure. There's no pressure whatsoever on you. <laughs> Um, it's okay. I believe in being flexible 100% for everything because at the end of the day, you know, the only thing constant in life is change. It's change. Wait, but what are you looking forward to in 2024? I'm definitely looking forward to doing my first in-person version of the Wedding Planner Intensive. Awesome. Which is coming up in three months. And I really want to make this as close to perfect as it can be. Uh, I see, I see. Oh, you were so ready to say perfect. As close no. to perfect. She did it though. She did it. She, she said as close to. Yes. Because I know that without this course that I did the first um, version of it back in 2017, I know that I would still be struggling, you know, to get a handle on systems and processes and workflows for my wedding business, because I truly feel like, you know, the average wedding course is very incomplete when it comes to showing you how to run your business 
and not just how to work in it. So I'm super excited for that because even if just 10 people come to the course online after the in-person one and they figure out how to run their business profitably, how to get things done so that their clients are actually happy with their work, you know, how to actually run the business, then I would be happy. I honestly really, really have a goal of having people to come to the class and then tell me this really worked. This was amazing. I got somewhere. I was able to buy a house. I was able to pay off debt. You know, the things that this industry has been able to do for me in the last 10 years. I mean, I really don't like telling people all of my business, but I literally moved to Barbados with 3,000 Barbados dollars (laughs) in my bank account and no plan B. And by the time I was about to turn 29, I was able to buy my house and, you know, finish paying off my car loan, etc. So, I mean, there's so much room for growth. There's so much ways for people to make money in the wedding industry and also deliver a good service that will make their clients happy to work with them. You know, especially if you deal with destination clients. I feel like that's the biggest distinction between working here in Barbados and most of my clientele being international because here people don't really focus on technological progressions and systems and you know the clients that are coming into the island they're living in places where everything is digital everything is virtual yeah yeah. and the system in that way exactly so yeah so that separates us a little bit from the crowd and you know it takes some work to build and maintain that and the wedding planner intensive gives you all the information that you need to be able to build out those systems for your wedding business so i'm really looking forward to that this year that's an awesome (laughs) thing to look forward to so there you have it guys that's some more information about our new darling and i'm so excited to have more conversations on here with her she's super brilliant and really has helped me tremendously so far (laughs) you're so mushy oh my gosh Really causing mushy all the time, but it's true. I'm a little mushy, but she gave me a hug yesterday, and I told her I'm growing on her, but she's growing on me too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners, and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to our free online community at www.thewedpreneur.com forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us to spread the word by leaving an honest review and sharing with others you think would also enjoy this. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Bye for now.